This is Shop Talk, our weekly discussion of journalism issues. I'm Rich Egger. I'm Will Buss. And I'm Pam Peters. The local journalism task force in Illinois has filed its report. The group was created a couple years ago to explore ways the Illinois legislature might help revive local journalism in the state. The task force found that about one-third of Illinois counties have either no source of local news or just a single source. And they cited research by the Northwestern University Medill School of Journalism. Rural areas are most affected. The task force suggested a series of tax credits that could give money back to people who subscribe to local outlets, small businesses that spend money advertising in local news, and outlets that pay journalists at least $50,000 a year. The task force also suggested a tax exemption that would allow local outlets to not pay business and occupation taxes. Uh, so that's sort of a, a quick summary there. I'm glad uh, they're, they're looking at something. Uh, tax credits, I, I think, could be a possibility if the legislature goes along with that. I think convincing some of these local outlets to pay journalists at least $50,000 a year might be a bit of a stretch. Yes, uh, I, I certainly like the intent here, and I like the uh, uh, the idea and their motivation, which uh, it's it's not so much to restart an industry that is struggling as much as it is to help maintain awareness and uh, information to the general public that is really, uh, as we should all realize, we have been suffering, not because we are, you know, we're three journalists that speak about this on a regular basis on this show because we're trying to support and uh, sustain our own industry. But the the, the bigger issue here is that uh, for the sake of information, for the sake of making uh, informed decisions, being an informed electorate, being an informed citizenry, uh, there th- these are disappearing. You, you just said a third of the counties. Uh, there's 101 counties here in Illinois, and so there's some 33, 34 counties with no news source, at least not a local news source. And so when people are, uh, you know, they suddenly see their taxes go up or they see decisions that are made because they didn't have any prior knowledge of it, um, they find out things that are happening in their own communities in their backyards, or they never find out, even worse. Um, so I, this initiative is for those reasons, and people need to understand that, first of all. And, yeah, and, uh, and I would say um, uh, even counties that have uh, a, a local newsroom or a couple local newsrooms, those may be very small newsrooms, and um, sometimes stuff slips through the cracks, uh, even with a few reporters uh, around, because you just don't catch everything. Uh, that's why I find it a stretch that you can convince some of these outlets to pay $50,000 a year to their journalists. I wholly support that, though. I fully endorse that, um, because it would make journalism a more attractive uh, profession for people to go into. And I think that's part of the struggle right now is that who wants to go into such a low paying field where everyone complains about what you do? Absolutely. And, and, but I think the, the greater thing is that we just need people to realize that there, there's this need for this. This benefits all of us. We need the, we need to have this representation. We need to have this, uh, this intermediary. We need journalists to, uh, help us provide us to help make sure that we know what's happening in our communities, what's happening among our elected officials. Um, everything is above board. It's transparent. 
and that we are aware of what's going on in our communities. And instead of not being caught off guard, which is sadly happening as these newspapers and other publications are are eroding. And and one of the issues has been, of course, as someone who's I can speak to having been a newspaper reporter for years was, uh, you know, challenges on uh, on finding, uh, you know, uh, a, a pay and uh, a lifestyle or something that could adjust to maintain and uh, maintain a life. And, uh, you know, the, the, there, there's hard, uh, very difficult to get reporters into the business because, of course, the business model struggles. And the typical uh, old print style advertising, advertising revenue drives all revenue and paying for reporters. Of course, that's uh, obviously with the advent of digital has eroded that and taken that away. So this, I think this is a this is a great idea so far, and uh, I certainly endorse it and support it. And I want to see where we can go with it. Yeah, I'd agree. I think on both counts, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, I think that it's something that needs to be pursued because people are missing their local news. They're missing that local information. Um, having grown up in a rural community, not in Illinois, but a rural community that lacks um, a news service, you pretty much got the news by word of mouth. Or yeah. watching, for us, it was the local Kansas City station, but Kansas City was 50, 60 miles away, so you weren't really getting your local news per se. I also, I, I, I similarly have concerns about the requiring you to pay 50000 to a journalist. While I agree that salaries need to be something that is sustainable for the journalist, um, I do have to wonder how sustainable it is for those, those outlets to be able to afford to pay that. You know, there's got to be some kind of balance. I know reading um, what, what is being proposed you know, there's opportunities for fellowships or grants that may possibly be a part of this, as well as requiring certain outlets to put so much sponsorship or advertise so much within those local outlets to kind of alleviate that along with the tax credits and that. Um, so I think it's very important. Um, I think it's um, definitely um, worth looking into, and they need to do something um, not just because of the journalism aspect of it, but like Will said, because it's very much um, and it's, it's very essential to every citizen to have access to their local news beyond, well, if I go to the local watering hole or the local restaurant or wherever everybody hangs out, then I'll get the news to actually have a news source that can provide me with the local news um, it means a lot and can be pretty impactful on communities. Yeah, I feel like uh, word of mouth, uh, you're going to get a lot of misinformation along with the information that you get. And, you know, we're talking about $50,000 a year just as sort of like a living wage. Uh, for people who, who, who might not know, I mean, uh, there are local journalists making a lot less than $50,000 a year. No one's going to get rich making $50,000 a year, but this just goes to show how low the pay is in some of these smaller markets. Um, I like the idea of the tax credits um, to people who subscribe to local outlets. That sounds like they're kind of endorsing the public media model yeah. or Capital News mm -hmm. Illinois, some of these uh, startups that uh, – 
that don't run a lot of advertising, but instead, you know, really rely on the users, the people who subscribe, uh, the people who support uh, places financially, giving them some sort of, of credit, because I think that's part of the challenge, uh, at least for us. We certainly have developed a radio audience over the years that is willing to support us financially but as, as public media. But uh, the challenge right now is there are so many people who who um, read our stories online, for example, who don't give any money and maybe don't understand the idea that uh, we need financial support from the public and we need to, to convert more of those people into supporters, too. Right. And what, what kind of happened here? One begat the other, right, where uh, newspaper uh, staffs and newsrooms were thinned and were trimmed and cut back the quality of reporting and the the newspaper you got every day certainly was scaled back dramatically uh and people stopped subscribing as as subscriptions went up so this is a way to maybe come back with that when you uh, have people that care enough about their communities and we have these tax credits available this is one way to help really compensate for that and really get trained. I think it's very important we understand what journalists are, who journalists are, and that they're trained, they come with certification, they come with experience, and that they are maintained and they have a, uh, they have a, uh, a, 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 you know, a paycheck that they can sustain themselves and they can sustain their, their own newsrooms. I mean, this is one thing has to beget or, or lead to the other. And this is, uh, I think this is a model that could very well work, at least to try it. Yeah, I completely agree. I know there's concerns expressed over, well, if the government's getting involved, is that going to impede on First Amendment? Um, but this has been tried in other areas, and it seems to work. And let's let's not fool ourselves. The government is involved with the media when they put the First Amendment in there. Um, so right. I think it's 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 actually not the government impeding. It's the government saying, we are trying to preserve that First Amendment right of we're not coming in saying you have to do X, Y, and Z as far as printing this, publishing this, but we're trying to figure out ways to sustain something or to rebuild that in areas that are missing that. Um, you know, so I think I think there's definitely a fine line you have to be careful with there, but at the same time, it is. You know, it's the press's responsibility to, and I hate using the term watchdog, but to watch what's going on. But it's also the government's responsibility to maintain that freedom of speech is being maintained. And how do you do that if we don't have these local papers in line or these local media outlets out here? How do we maintain freedom of speech when people in these local outlets aren't even getting the news or information they need about their local area to allow them to make informed decisions when it comes to election, local elections, let alone national. We always think on a national scale, but I think we need to even think, scale it back and think on a local scale because local impacts what happens up the line. Um, so I think even though there are some reservations and concerns about that, I think if it's done right, and it sounds like they are really trying to do it right, it's going to give us that opportunity to both maintain freedom of speech while the government still is supporting that maintenance through journalism. With that, uh, we're going to wrap up our discussion for this week. Our listeners can join us again next week for more of Shop Talk.